Purple Heart Homes presents Putting the Pieces Back Together, a forum for veterans and the community to connect. Here are your hosts, veterans John Galena and Brad Borders. Well, good afternoon. I hope everybody's doing well. Uh, the intro says John Galena and Brad Borders, but uh, unfortunately John is on a secret mission in the uh, deep northeast of uh, the country, and uh, so we're, we're just getting by without him today. Devin is out of town. He's in Texas down with General Chuck Swanick, the 42nd commander of the 82nd Airborne. They're at a conference down there, and so, uh, but anyhow, we are super glad that uh, you are listening today. This is Putting the Pieces Back Together. It's presented by Purple Heart Homes, and we are a 501c3 based right here out of Statesville, North Carolina. We do critical home repair and renovations for veterans all over the nation, and you can find out more about us at phhusa.org. That is phhusa.org. And we have an amazing show today. I am surrounded by a cast of characters in the studio, and they're all so nervous <laughs> and just uh, really excited to be here. I think that if we had blood pressure machines in here, they would just be going, you should be in a hospital right now. So uh, uh, we're really glad that uh, uh, we have this amazing show, and it's one that I've been um, waiting to do for a really, really long time. I want to give you a little bit of background. and. Um, so uh, about a little over, right at two years ago, I got connected with a veteran locally through uh, some of our friends over in law enforcement and said that uh, they called me and they said, hey, we've got a veteran that's in trouble and um, has been charged. And uh, it's a long story, but um, through the story, what I found out was is that this young man had uh, had a couple of uh, combat deployments that were very kinetic. He um, um, had a lot of friends it, uh, that when he got home that had taken their own lives, and, um, and he was in a bad way. Um, he was very stable, but anyhow, uh, it, things got bad for him one night, and uh, he ended up uh, in the back of a patrol car. And uh, unfortunately, um, you know, through that process, uh, none of the context of his life was uh, able to be shared um, in the in the court proceedings, and um, so none of none of his combat experience, none of um, the emotional trauma that he had been through, and just none of the story was told. And uh, I just thought that was uh, I was like, man, there's got to be a thing, right? There's got to be something um, that could alleviate that. And I didn't really know much about it, but I, but I, uh, somebody uh, messaged me and told me that there was a thing called Veterans Treatment Court, and um, so um, I started looking into it. And then started talking to some friends of mine that were involved in the justice community, and uh, lo and behold, uh, man, we got the ball rolling. And uh, so um, what our show is about today is that it's about Veterans Treatment Court, and what in the world is that? And I have some critical players in the room, um, in the studio with us today here at the lovely WSIC studios on Radio Road in Statesville, North Carolina. And um, so we've got Sarah Kirkman, who's our, uh, our, our district attorney here in Arrow County, and, uh, and Alexander, isn't that right? That's right. How long have you been the DA? Since 2009. Man, you've been doing that a while. Yeah, we're very grateful. And Sarah and I went to the same high school, too. That's right. She's younger than me. Go Greyhounds. So, go Greyhounds, right. <laughs> go Greyhounds. And with her is Assistant D DA Carrie Nitsu. Carrie, how are you today? I'm doing well. How long have you been an Assistant DA? 20 years. I don't believe it. You're okay. no, no way. Really? Started in 2002. 2002. Okay. All right. Awesome. 
And also beside them is Carrie's cousin, uncle. Yep. How, how are we call him? What are we calling him? He's family. He's family. <laughs> Dave Childers and his service dog Vita. And Dave has been on our show a number of times. He's been on here a couple of times here. Yeah, three times, I think. Yeah. Dave yeah. is uh, Dave is a Marine Corps veteran, and we only allow one Marine in the room at a time. <laughs> because uh, that could get dangerous. And uh, so uh, Dave is here, and uh, Dave is going to be involved with the court as a mentor. Yep. And, uh, and and Dita is here. And if you didn't know this, Dave wrote a book about his dog called God Sent the Dog. You can find that on Amazon. Yep. And um, proceeds from the sale of that book go to Purple Heart Homes. Yes. That's pretty awesome. Yep. Okay. Thank you for being here. Yes, sir. And we're looking forward to hearing more from you. And last but not least, we've got Kyle Going, Navy veteran, and is our veteran uh, treatment court newly hired veteran treatment court coordinator and welcome to the show glad to have you here thank you yeah we really appreciate it and so this is going to be a great show so I want everybody to just kind of buckle in and uh, hang on we're going to take a break here in about four minutes but before we do that I want to talk to Kyle because he's a new guy in the room um, and uh, I want to hear a little bit about your story brother and um, tell us a little bit about where you're from and and uh, uh, you're a Navy veteran, so you know what in the world. How'd you? Why'd you join the Navy, and what'd you do, and how did how did you get here? Um, well, I'm from upstate New York. Uh, my dad was in the Navy. Mm -hmm. He was on a destroyer. Um, he did 12 years. Um, he was actually one of the first ships that tested the Navy Sea Whiz. So, okay. okay, wait, back up. I don't know what a Sea Whiz is, but it's that a sounds anti anti missile system. For oh, like the Phalanx gun. Yeah. Yeah, you know, shoots oh, the, you know, three thousand rounds a second. Depleted well, uranium yeah. rounds to yep. shoot missiles out of the yep. sky. Yep. Yeah, it that didn't a, even seem possible. It was the first boat to test it. Okay. Um, that was USS McDonough. Okay. It was back in the uh, early eighties. Okay. Awesome. Um, basically, told me that if I ever wanted to have a future, I needed to have an honorable discharge from the military. Mm-hmm. And so. I uh, didn't really have much of a choice. <laughs> <laughs> so, so your dad, basically, you got drafted by your yeah, dad. Yeah, he, he told me I had to go in. Okay. Um, but he, he made sure that uh, he was he was a power plant operator after he got out, um, and he basically said the future is in power. He's like, never never going to not be in need for power. Yeah. Um, so he wanted me to get an advanced electronics uh, job in the military. And so when I went in, they did the ASVAB, I scored pretty high on it, and they were like, you have choice of any job you want. Hmm. Uh, and I was like, advanced electronics is what I want. And they said, well, you have sonar tech. And I was like, that sounds boring. And then they said, radioman. No, no offense, but I was like, that sounds really boring. <laughs> and, then, and then they were like, well, what about missile tech? And I was like, it's got missile in the name. That's it's right. going to be cool. Yeah, it's and be, uh, uh, they told me I'd see the world. They were way wrong. I, did, <laughs> I saw the inside of a submarine, uh, and I went out into the Atlantic Ocean, did circles, and came back. Oh, right. But, uh, yeah. yeah, so I, I did that. Um, I was on a, a ballistic missile submarine for four years after a year of training. Um, then I went to NASA, because where else do you launch rockets? That's right. Place. Uh, it's where we recertify all the submarines to show that they can still launch them. Yeah. Uh, got out, and I was in nuclear power for seven years, um, and then... In that course, I ended up moving to New Hampshire, uh, but my wife was from Florida. Live free or die. That's New yeah. Hampshire, man. Yes. Yeah. Very, very good. Love the gun laws up there. Yeah. Uh, there's none. Yeah, right. <laughs> um, but, uh, yeah, she's from Florida, and she said she was coming back down south uh, with or without me. <laughs> and I decided to stay with her. So right. So now I'm back down here. Smart and, man. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, through a series of the events, I ended up with this job. Okay. Awesome. And we are really glad to have you here Um 
Tell us um, briefly, um, we've got a, one minute or so until break, but um, you are the Veterans Treatment Court Coordinator. We're going to get more into what all that looks like, but what is your, <laughs> what's your job now? Um, so my job is basically to I, I interview and, and vet uh, candidates that are incarcerated or uh, out on bond and make sure that they are good candidates for the program mm -hmm. based on their charges and their history and the criteria that those two lovely people over there have set aside for everybody. Yeah, okay. All right, and so we're going to get more into that. Yeah. Um, you're also kind of herding cats in the justice system. Oh, yeah. You're, like, putting right. out information about meetings and things like that and uh, what the Veterans Treatment Court, we've got a whole uh, team of people that is it spans a broad, broad scope. And so uh, we're going to talk more about that, uh, about Veterans Treatment Court, when we come back from break. You're listening to Putting the Pieces Back Together, presented by Purple Heart Homes. Uh, we're here in the studio with everybody from Veterans Treatment Court here in Iredell County. Uh, and we will be back here in just a few minutes. to uh, putting the pieces back together. We're glad you're with us. We are presented by Purple Heart Homes. Purple Heart Homes is a 501c3 based out of Statesville, North Carolina, but we do work nationally. You can find out more about us at phhusa.org. And today our show is revolving around this thing called Veterans Treatment Court. What in the world is it? And how did it get here? And we're joined by some amazing folks uh, in the studio at WSIC here with uh, with uh, Sarah Kirkman and Carrie Nitsu, Dave Childers, and Kyle Going, all a part of Veterans Treatment Court. And uh, Sarah, I want to speak with you as our DA. And uh, if you would tell me, uh, man, what, how did all this thing get happening with you? I mean, and, and first of all, tell me your connection to being a, to veterans. To veterans. Well, my father was a veteran. Mm -hmm. He was in Vietnam. Yeah. Um, I also had an uncle I was really close with, and he was in World War II. Okay. I have a cousin who is a lieutenant general in the army no kidding no kidding um a kirkman no he's okay. mohan okay um so that's the good side of the family <laughs> right. <laughs> that's right lieutenant general that's, that's way right. up there so can i tell you a little funny story about please that? Absolutely. i wrote an article in the paper for veterans day um a column in the paper and I mentioned him in it, and then I was like, well, hey, I'm going to send that to him just so he can read it, because mm -hmm. I mentioned him in it. And so I sent it to his wife, and I was like, hey, Cindy, I sent an, you know, I wrote this article, and I had Chris in it, and I wanted you to see it. She said, yeah, we already know. I was like, really? She said, yeah, some of his people had already found his that. His people. They had found his <laughs> Right, <name."> yeah. <laughs> so, Lieutenant generals have yeah. people. Yeah, so, yeah. Um, a lot of people. So, yeah, Chris Mohan, so people are he already. They, they already know. They already know. They're vetting it right now. Um, wondering whether they need to send a, to yeah, house right. a nondescript <laughs> car to that's show right. up at your house. Yeah. Um, so, awesome. yeah. Yeah. That's well, my that's connection to veterans. That's awesome. So, um about a year and a half ago, we had a meeting at Purple Heart Homes, and uh, it was me and you and Carrie, and uh, I think Jim Nixon, Jim Nixon uh, was with our clerk yep. of court, and uh, it was a really good meeting. And so 
we kind of pitched this idea of uh, a Veterans Treatment Corps. Could you explain to everybody like the bare basics of what is Veterans Treatment Corps? So it's really kind of a court, well, it's really a treatment ordered court, treatment ordered through the court. Mm -hmm. So, and it's for veterans and it's a, it's a different way to deal with veterans who become involved with the justice system. Yeah. Instead of being adversarial the way court is generally, mm -hmm. um, it's a collaboration. Yeah. There's a whole team that's working for this veteran um, that all get together to decide what is the best course of action for this veteran. Yeah. So of course my office has to decide whether the person is going to be appropriate for the program. So only certain charges would apply. It wouldn't be something violent, wouldn't be a serious felony. But low-level felonies and nonviolent offenses, um, mm -hmm. those are what we would be looking for. And a person who has substance abuse or mental health issues, that's mm -hmm. what we would be looking for. And it's a way to offer treatment and support to veterans who have, of course, served for all of us. Yeah, absolutely. So. Yeah, that's wonderful. Carrie, you're the uh, assistant DA here. You're going to be the prosecutor. But you don't really feel like a prosecutor when you're doing Veterans Treatment Corps, though, do you? No, it's unlike anything that I've ever experienced before. It's that whole team approach, wraparound yeah. approach Absolutely. for the veteran. Yeah, what's your connection as a veteran? My dad is a Vietnam vet. Yeah. He was in the Army. Um, my husband's a Marine. Good Lord. More Marines. <laughs> <laughs> my ex-husband's Army, 82nd right. Airborne. Yeah. My Uncle Don and his twin brother, <laughs> yes. Marines, and I have I have another uncle and a cousin that were in the army as well. I'm trying to think, I think that's everybody. Did I leave anybody out? I think that's okay. everybody. That's yeah, everybody. yeah. And so, um, as we as we kind of pulled this thing together, and we we didn't really know what we were doing, and we were asking a lot of questions. You went and we all went and visited uh, the Veterans Treatment Court in Catawba County. Mm -hmm. And uh, tell me about um, what was your experience there, either one of you, uh, what, uh, um, <laughs> what you saw and what you heard and what was it that was inspiring about that? You can go ahead. You can go. It was, it was amazing for me. It was unlike, like I said, I keep saying unlike anything I've ever seen or uh, before. Um, I've never seen a courtroom where people clapped for the person as they yeah. came up. Um, where they announced the days of sobriety mm -hmm. and clapped for them, um, where the there were incentives for doing well, um, obviously some punishments for not sure. doing well, but with an understand uh, with an empathetic um, understanding of how those things go on, and uh, just punishments that would still benefit the person and understanding their substance abuse and mental health issues yeah so uh do you have anything to add sarah i was just gonna say talking about how all this started was um you know i'd heard of veterans treatment court mm -hmm. because there are others in the state but i didn't really know how it worked and then you know these two guys from purple heart homes call <laughs> on us and say we want to have this meeting those and people. so yeah those, those people. people so it was it was really um you know it was eye-opening to us so it was really rainy that day. I remember it, it so rainy. well. Yeah. And um, 
Carrie and I left and went back to the office, and I was like, well, what do you think? And she's like, I think we should do it. <laughs> so we immediately called Catawba County because yeah. we're like, well, let's see this thing yeah. in action. So that's when we went to Catawba County, and it was really soon after mm -hmm. that first meeting that we went and saw it, and it was um, it was just, I mean, I was blown away by it. It yeah. was very impressive. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it, and it was, and I went to, and I, I echo everything that you just said, the celebratory nature of of, uh, of uh, people's victories, mm -hmm. um, you know, in in recovery is a is not a uh, linear event, right? It's not just uh, people start recovering and then they just get better. There's ups and downs. Mm -hmm. um, there's regression. There's progression. And it never um, ends. And it never ends. Mm -hmm. You're always right? you're always, always recovering, recovery. right? You're always recovering. Kyle, if you would, um, before we kind of, uh, <laughs> no, um, Kyle, you've been up to you've been up to the court, and you've met uh, uh, there's a guy named uh, Jared Weaver that holds your position up there. Yep. Uh, what did you learn from him, uh, and then in your observation of the court? Because I know you went to their, they had a graduation last Friday, a week ago. Oh yeah. Um, and tell me, just give me a highlight of what you saw and experienced there. It's it's very personal. Mm -hmm. um, I mean. Everyone's been to court for traffic or something. And when you go, I mean, you stand in front of the judge, the judge asks you a couple of questions, you give your statement, and then there's a ruling, and it's done, it's over, you yeah. move on. But it's not like that. Uh, you know, he asks every person, how are they doing? What went wrong? Mm -hmm. What went right? Uh, how is it going from here on? What are you going to do next week? Mm -hmm. uh, I mean, he gets involved with every single person. Yeah. And, I mean, I know, I know our judge is definitely very personal mm -hmm. um and she's going to want to talk to every single participant <laughs> in depth yeah absolutely yeah. yeah i agree with that yeah, yeah. um yeah. and, and I, I i fully expect that uh that that's the way it's going to go i think we're going to be as good if not better yeah awesome well before we we're going to go to break here in about two minutes before we do that i'm going to introduce everybody to uh dave childers and uh, uh dave uh, just uh, share a little bit about you and and uh, your story <laughs> Uh, in as best you can in two minutes. Gee, that's uh, impossible. Yeah. <laughs> uh, they pulled up the bus. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and there was free free crayons, right? Yeah. <laughs> uh, let me let me bring it a little more recent. Yeah, yeah, that's right. That's right. Uh, Dave Childers, Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, Ghost Dealers. Okay. Yeah. I'll let you have that. Yeah, and yeah. Uh, right out of high school into the Marine Corps. Mm -hmm. That was an experience. Um Came down the road in North Carolina, got a job in law, law enforcement, was here a long time doing that. Then ended up overseas after 9-11. Mm -hmm. I was too old to re-enlist, so I took a job with the State Department as a contractor, went overseas, ended up in places, pearls of the universe, yes. like Fallujah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Kandahar. You, you, one of the places you went, you, you found a woman and brought her home. I mm -hmm. did. I was yeah. in a place called Podievo, Kosovo. <laughs> yeah. And I was wondering, what am I doing here? And then, bam, yeah, I went, yeah. now I know what yeah. I'm doing here. Hey, lady. Yeah. <laughs> and she was a cop, too. And she was mm -hmm. a cop, so yeah. I had to be, you know, I had no, to, we were both careful. armed. There you could have gone to jail. Yeah. <laughs> well, <laughs> don't start that. <laughs> and uh, anyway, uh, yeah. I could out. You know, I'll punted my yeah, uh, coverage, yeah, right? That's right. Yes, you outpunted your coverage. Yeah. I think y'all celebrated a uh, milestone anniversary here we in did. the last week or so. 20 plus. 20 plus years. It's always yeah. going to be 20 plus. We'll yeah, never right. tell the truth. <laughs> Congratulations. Thank you. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, and the fact that she's tolerated you for the last uh, 20 plus years, that's a, 
That's a, uh, that, that is, do you know what that says? That says something about her. It does. <laughs> it does. Something good. Something good. And to wrap this up, I met Brad a long time ago, and yep. we've been experiencing some things together through Reboot and yep. different mentoring projects. And I'm very proud and very happy to be part of the Veterans Treatment Court. Yeah, and, well, uh, we're glad to have you. We've Lucky got to a, have you. Uh, mm-hmm. We've got a, we've got a uh, really good, solid core team of uh, veteran mentors that are going to be a part of this process. And when we come back from the break, I'll talk a little bit about what, what a mentor is. We're going to talk about what in the world, who, who's on our team. Hmm. We're going to talk about those folks and what this good big team that takes to make this happen. Uh, and then we'll talk about, hey, what is it going to look like and what do we hope to see? And so you're listening to Putting the Pieces Back Together, p- p- presented by Purple Heart Homes. And we're talking Veterans Treatment Court here today and live in the WSIC studios. So uh, we're going to step off to go to break and uh, join us back here in just a few minutes. weekend and uh, really glad uh, that you're listening today um, and uh, we are joined today by the team part of the team for Veterans Treatment Court which is gonna start soon I mean very like soon. soon very soon Veterans Treatment Court is a restorative approach to justice uh, rather than an uh, what I heard you say adversarial, adversarial approach to justice <laughs> For veterans that are justice involved, veterans that have been arrested and um, the crimes that they have committed are somehow connected either to substance abuse or mental health issues. And uh, so that is getting ready to start here in Iredell County. Uh, The county received a grant from the Department of Justice, I believe. Is that correct? The Department of Justice? Yes. Okay. The feds. The feds. The feds, (laughs) right? Fed sent Iroh County some money to run this thing, and uh, so for the next couple of years, uh, it's going to be funded by that. And in the studio today is our DA, Sarah Kirkman, the assistant DA, Carrie Nitsu, the Veterans Treatment Court Coordinator, Kyle Going, and Veteran Mentor, Dave Childers, and his service dog, Dita, which is awesome. And again, there's been a book written about Dita, and you can pick that up on Amazon. It's called God Sent the Dog. Yeah. It's fantastic. Hey, um... Kyle, tell me who's on our team. Is this uh, uh, this amazing team that's been put together? Who? What does it take to do a veterans treatment court? Who are the principal players? Um, so I just found out Raymond Dance is going to be the probation officer. Okay. Uh, he is a Navy veteran, um, and he got accepted. I can say it at one o'clock. Um, okay. Yeah, I was told I was told I couldn't say anything until after one. So. Okay, great. <laughs> Good. Uh, so he is definitely going to be our probation officer. Um, Dennis Goings is the supervisor. Um, I'm pretty sure he's still going to be mostly involved. And Dennis um, is an Army veteran, right? Yes. He yeah. Is. Yeah. He showed me his stack of medical records that he had. <laughs> when I went to his office, which is huge. His office is literally the entire front of the building. <laughs> Just throwing that out there. Okay. Um, stack. Like your office? Is yeah, that it's, what you're, it's, it's yeah. like yours? Yeah. 
Did they give you a broom closet over at the courthouse? So, so Dennis came over to give me the, the list of people on probation, and he they opened the door, and he goes, you weren't kidding. He goes, this is awful. <laughs> and then I went to his office, and I was like, what? I mean, he has like three doors that right. go into his own office. I'm yeah. like, that's ridiculous. you got to earn the right to be heard, brother. Yeah. yeah. Um, you're the mentor coordinator. I am the mentor um, coordinator. And we've, we've been in touch a lot. Yes. Um, we will Atrice be Bailey is our VJO for the Veterans Justice Outreach for mm-hmm. the VA. Um, Glenn Roseman, he's the evaluator. evaluator. All right, so Sarah, tell us, <laughs> what is an evaluator? Um, well, he was somebody that we had to have on our team, um, and he worked at Mitchell Community College. Mm-hmm. Um, I know in Catawba County they had a, a university professor, so we thought he would be a great fit because he had um, ties to the drug court that had started in Catawba mm-hmm. County. So okay. he, he had lots of experience um, with this concept of court. Um, but he'll be keeping statistics. Um, he'll be um, evaluating the effectiveness of our program. Awesome. Um, and just letting us know how we're doing. Yeah, and that's really important for the community to know as well because uh, ultimately this is a community program. Uh, the, the citizens of our county are impacted by this. There's families that are impacted by this. There's going to be victims that are, that are impacted by this in some cases that, that need to know that yeah. the process that we're going through is working and Glenn will help us, uh, uh, help, help us keep track of that. That's, that's really awesome. Uh, Carrie, who else is on our team? Well, so Judge Carol Hicks is our judge awesome. for Veterans Treatment Court and her backup is Judge Brian Corbett. Yes. And my backup is Scott Cranford, who's an assistant DA. You know, Brian Corbett is the only judge I've ever met with a sleeve tattoo. <laughs> uh, skulls. Uh, yeah, skull. yeah, skulls. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I'd like I to actually, know the story. I forgot he was uh, the judge when he walked into training because he was wearing a T-shirt. With a, and I was like, yeah. who is that? I, thought, I, I, was like, I was like, that's a guy. That looks like a guy I used to serve with. I yeah. thought he was like an operator or something. Like, you know, he's a ex-Green Beret or something. So. We also have Brantley Oswalt, yes, who's do. our defense attorney, and he's a veteran. He's an Air Force veteran. Mm-hmm. I think, right? Coast, no, Coast, Coast Guard. Coast Guard. Shallow, shallow Navy. Shallow Navy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, the Coast Guard's not a part of the uh, Department of Defense anymore. They are not. Until the Navy says we need you to be Department a part of Department of Homeland Security. That's right. Yeah, yeah it's interesting. Okay. Mm-hmm. Who else? We have two bailiffs um, from the Iredell County Sheriff's Office, mm-hmm. and we have... Mental Health. One of them is a veteran. Mm-hmm. Yes. Oh, that's true. Yeah, Mike, Mike, yeah. And yes, our mental health treatment provider, our treatment provider is Daymark. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a, it's a, it's a, it, so as you can hear with all the names that we've run mm-hmm. through, it's a large team of people to help make this thing go, right? Mm-hmm. So, Kyle, um, how does this? How does a veteran go from? being in the back of a police car to getting into Veterans Treatment Court. What's the process? What does it look like? There's, I mean, there's a lot of different uh, vetting parts. Um, when they come in, they meet the magistrate. The magistrate has updated forms now that ask if they're a veteran. Mm-hmm. Um, then when they go to first appearances, the judge also asks. And I'm, I'm there uh, every morning for the first appearances to make sure that the judge asks. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. I harass them. Um, and Do you have a big hat that says veteran on it so you can just point to I it? I actually sit, so I'm actually where my seat is, it's behind the computer screen, so sometimes I have to lean around. <laughs> <laughs> and Judge Graham will look at me and be like, thank you, 
But yeah, so yes. I make sure that they ask. Um, but then, I mean, there's also in-person first appearances, and then, uh, I mean, maybe sometimes people come in and they don't understand the question, um, mm-hmm. or they just, or they don't want to answer the question, mm-hmm. and then I get involved with the jail, I get all the information, and I compile it into a specially formatted list that has to be very specific in order to send it to the VA. Um, and if it's not, they will send you back it over and over <laughs> of course. again. Why wouldn't um, they? At which point, then I, I recheck everybody to make sure that they're veterans. Um, then once that happens, I then confirm with the VA that they came back, and then I get their statuses of discharges, what they may have done, uh, all the information that's available to me. Um, yeah. And then I start touching base with people, and I go over, I go over to the jail, and I talk to them in person. Um, I don't like to do it over video or anything over the phone. I want to make sure I'm as personable as possible. Yeah, absolutely. So ultimately, <coughs> the court's going to start here, what are we thinking, in the next month? September 14th. It's September 14th. We're just I'm putting, locking I'm, that in I'm now. I'm putting it out. We're putting it out. So that's official. Yeah. September 14th is going to be the launch point. Right. And part of that process and part of the team um, is this uh, mentor component, which is sort of a unique thing that uh, Veterans Treatment Court does. And Dave is here, and I've asked Dave to be um, a mentor. And Dave, what are you um, looking forward to about doing this, and what do you hope to accomplish? Well, I, I think I might have a, a more unique perspective than most of the mentors we're going to get because I've, aside from being a veteran, you set me up good. I, well, I, 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 look, man, I know how to pitch you a softball. Yeah. Uh, aside from being a veteran, I was in law enforcement for many, many years, so I got the the locking them up part of it done. Yeah. I understand all that. Right. And then I had a little altercation in Mecklenburg County and ended up in front of a judge down there. So, Dave, yes. you mean to tell me <laughs> that you actually wore a badge yes. for a bit, yes. and then you got put in a car by people with badges? They were very nice. Yeah, I know they were. I heard. Hey, I heard we know story. you. Uh, I think it's a very unique perspective. And, and uh, yeah. um, you know, Dave, I mean, all, all kidding aside, yeah. um, I, we, I, I sort of walked with you through that process. You did? And, um, and, and, and your recovery from that. And I just yep. want to tell everybody that uh, Dave made a, has made a full recovery from all of that. And, yep. and um, you know, I also want to say this, God was very good to you during that Ooh, process. Yes. And a lot of grace and mercy was shown to you. by And did, you did not have a veterans treatment court to go through. I did not. And, and yeah. I was telling Sarah and Carrie during the break that I was sinking in front of that judge. Yeah. I had a top-notch lawyer, and I was sinking fast. I was looking at jail time. Yeah, for sure. And yeah. until my lawyer leaned over and said, can I tell her where you've been? Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah. yes, you can. And he mentioned my, my time in Iraq, Afghanistan, Kosovo, those kind of yeah. things. The possibility that I had mental health issues. Possibility. Yeah, and, yeah. and the judge's demeanor changed. Immediately, and she was like, "Tell me more." Yeah, right. Tell me more. Isn't that something? It makes a difference. It does. It did. It made just made an absolute difference. It didn't. And and here's what I want everybody to know: It doesn't mean. But they were you guilty of doing what you? Yes. Yes. Oh, she made it clear that she understood. You're 100 guilty. Got it. We we understand all that. So it's not about no people getting out of anything. Uh uh. No. It's it's about and and what we're about is 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 people getting to something. Right, mm-hmm. and so um, I can't think of a more perfect mentor for this. So on September 14th, we're going to have our first court. You're going to get paired up with one of our brand new, brand new veterans, uh, 
So what a mentor is going to be doing, um, if mentor is not on the team, uh, not privy to all the information, but is simply a battle buddy uh, for the veteran that's going through this process and sticks with them all the way through to graduation and celebrates their success and encourages them when they're, when they're struggling. Yeah. And so uh, it's going to be a really neat thing. Hey, we're going to uh, step off here and go to break. You're listening to Putting the Pieces Back Together and it's presented to you by Purple Heart Homes. We're based out of Statesville. Um, we do home repair for disabled veterans, but evidently we also get involved in veterans treatment quite as well. <laughs> uh, so, uh, and get others um, involved. Yeah, and get others involved. Yeah. And so, uh, um, you know, maybe in a year from now, you might be mad at me. So, uh, uh, But we're really glad that you've tuned in today. And we're going to come back after break, and we're going to talk about what veterans treatment court is going to mean for the community. And we're also going to talk about where do we hope, what do we hope to see happen uh, through this process. So we're really thankful that you're here. Thanks for listening to WSIC. We'll be back in a few minutes. Back. Man, live in the WSIC studio. I'm going to say this again for uh, young Kyle over there. You are listening to Putting the Pizzas Back Together, presented by Purple Heart Homes. You can find out more about us at phhusa.org. And I would be remiss if I did not tell you about some cool events that we've got coming up. Uh, we have a golf tournament that is happening in October, I believe it's October 26th. Uh, we have Take That Hill. Uh, which is our cycling event and uh, workout, and I believe are my two, two of my guests, at least, maybe three, maybe four, are volunteering at that event this year. Maybe, let me twist your arm. Uh, <laughs> but that's a cycling event held at Southern Distilling Company uh, here in Statesville, and um, that's gonna be, and there's gonna be a workout of the day. It's gonna be awesome, and uh, so we're really excited about that. And then we've got a clay shoot that's happening at Hyatt Farms. Uh, coming up in uh, on September the 13th. You can find out more about that at our website. That's phhusa.org. And uh, we're glad to have you listening today. Um, we are in the studio. We've been talking the whole time about Veterans Treatment Court. What in the world is that? It's a restorative approach to justice versus an... Adversarial. Thank you very much, Sarah. That's <laughs> awesome, man. That's like some doctrinal statements right there. You know, so uh, it's a restorative approach to justice for veterans that are in, that are entangled with the justice system. That that their crimes that they've committed uh, are somehow connected to substance abuse or mental health issues. It effectively just get, brings context to the story, gives them an opportunity. It coalesces uh, all the services that we have available in the county through uh, treatment centers and and um, 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 groups and the VA and all the resources they bring gives them an opportunity to grow and heal and get better as opposed to just uh, doing time and uh, we're really excited to be a part of it. We're so happy it is happening here in Iredell County and Sarah I got a question for you. What do you think about this question? Why is <laughs> oh, this <great. laughs> important for our community? What, what would you say? What would you tell people? Somebody walk, step, you know, they see you on the street here in the next couple of days. Hey, I heard you on the radio. Why in the world is that important to Statesville? Well, I think obviously because we owe it to our veterans. Yeah. We owe it to them to do something to help them. Yeah, I agree. And like yeah. you said, it's a restorative approach. Carrie, so, what's our uh, what was our mantra whenever anybody would give us pushback? <laughs> what would we what would we say? We don't hate veterans. We don't hate <laughs> veterans. We're gonna get T-shirts made that says "We don't hate veterans." Right? <laughs> <laughs> or or we could ask the question: Well, why do you why do, hate, why do you hate veterans? What have they done to you? What have veterans done to you other than raise their right hand and say, "I'll go"? Right. You know, I gotta say, Brad, if you don't real quick. Yeah, go ahead. My wife's from Kosovo, as I mentioned earlier, and she. She came here to America, and she, 
as the years went and she observed and she seen things, she was appalled, and still is, the, the, the treatment that veterans get in this country, how they have to fight and scrape for everything they get from the VA, yeah. right? The government would rather do anything than help a veteran. Mm -hmm. And it just, it's, you know, and she's right. It's just, it's just. Yeah, it can be kind of frustrating. And it, it, it there are a lot be. of veterans. There's been a rash of veteran suicides that happened in oh, the yeah. parking lots and things like that. And so, um, and, and again, I, I believe that is uh, geographic dependent because, um, you know, I, I know that uh, the veterans I know, they go to the VAs locally, uh, the, uh, the clinics and the, and the treatment centers locally. Um, I've yeah, heard the good things care. about, I've heard good things about the, the, the folks that, um, that serve and, and do that in our community. Um, Kyle, what do you think? Um, why do you think it's important to our community uh, to have this um, this this uh, program going? Um, safety. I mean, you're we're trying to change a culture. I yeah. mean, people have been repeat offenders, and um, if we can stop that, I yeah. mean, we're s saving tax dollars and keeping criminals from reoffending. And yeah, in it just usually it gets worse. You know, I mean, they don't. They don't have a tendency to stay in the same thing over and over again. It just it progresses and gets yeah, worse and, and, and worse. The, and, and it never gets bro yeah. the cycle never gets broken. Yeah. And so I, I think safety. to bring up in tax dollars is another thing that I think is critically important. Um, Sarah, do you or, or Carrie, do you guys know what the cost is to keep somebody incarcerated uh, in the jail for a year? What what that cost is? Mm. I, I don't do math, Brad, right? because I'm a lawyer. Right. Um, but I will tell you that um, at one time, and it may be higher now, it was $73 a day $73 to have somebody in day. the Iredell County Jail. Yeah, and so let's just imagine that, that a veteran comes in and gets he, he's sentenced to a year in, in, in jail, but, he, but, he's, but he's there because the crime he committed was because he was uh, having some mental health issues or, or, or uh, some type of substance abuse thing. Um, so let's just imagine he had Veterans Treatment Court, and in lieu of that sentencing, he's able to get into this program, stay out of jail, so A, doesn't cost the county $72 a day, plus he can still be employed, right? Mm -hmm. What happens when you're employed? Um, I believe some taxes get taken out of your, of your check. Yeah. Um, if you own anything, if you drive a car, you're paying some type of property tax to the county. Not only are you saving tax dollars, but they're putting tax dollars back into the county. And not only that, but instead of sitting and not getting the help that they need, and then probably within, you know, who knows how long, rate of recidivisms, what is it? Um, um, amongst a normal criminal population, is it what, 50%? Is it five out of 10 back before a judge? Do you know? I'd say it's higher than that, but I'm higher decided. than that. Okay. Well, let's just go with 50%. Um, seems to me that the Justice for Vets stats on Veterans Treatment Court looks like it's about anywhere from 80 to 90% are never back before a judge, right? That's what it looks yeah. like nationwide, right? And I, and again, I would say that that was geographically dependent on on, on where you are. Um, so let me ask you this question: As we kind of ease into the end of the show, we've just got a few minutes left. Um, uh, what do you hope to see over the next few years? Um, and I'll open that up to anybody. Let's say two years from now, what do you hope to see? I hope we have a graduation, too, like they had in yes. Catawba County. Because Carrie and I went to one several months ago, and it was, They're wonderful, it was awesome. They? Yeah, mm -hmm. it's, a, it's a great celebration. Yeah. Yeah. So Kyle, I hope we're doing that, too. Uh, I hope to expand. Um, yeah. I, I, the districts are Iredell and Alexander, and I'm hoping that eventually that the yeah. – 
work, work, work towards helping Alexander too. Yeah, Dave, what about you? Yeah, I'm, I'd like to see it. Uh, just, you know, my goal for everything is one. Mm -hmm. Like mm -hmm. when I started the book, if I could just get one person to read it, right? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I just want to see that one graduate, that yeah. first one, because right. I'm fairly sure the floodgates will open and people will see it. I agree. And it'll lead to more. I agree. Um, so for the community, for those listening, um, how can how can the people of Idaho County um, get involved with this? What's 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 a way they can get involved? Um, they could donate. They can donate. Donate uh, anything. Yeah. Uh, there's people out there that I mean the veterans, just even shampoo, uh, anything from shampoo to money to clothes, yep. um, time. Time. There's people that could. I mean I talked to somebody today, uh, Julie from the. Piedmont Veterans Assistant Council? Yeah, that's okay. correct. Julie's uh, Akel, yeah. I, I spoke to her, um, and she said that they have people there that want to be mentors as well. Oh, that's amazing. Um, okay. Yeah. So if you're listening and you're a veteran, uh, and you are have some time on your hands, perhaps you're retired, um, and you want to help somebody um, get out of a tough time in their life, you'd be interested in doing that, please, you can go to the uh, Purple Heart Homes website, and there's a contact us button on there. If you would just go to that and you can uh, fill that form out and it'll get to me. Or you can email me directly at bborders, that's B-B-O-R-D-E-R-S at P-H-H-U-S-A dot org. It's like I've said that before. I think so. Yeah, P-H-H-U-S-A dot org. Yeah, you definitely heard that before. <laughs> and if you'd like to be a veteran, that would be really cool and I would love to talk with you. We're going to work out a way that people can make monetary donations, and uh, Purple Heart Homes is going to. Uh, we're, we're more to come on that on how people can, and we and we need monetary donations for things like incentives, mm -hmm. right? Yes. Um, Ceremonial for, flags. Yeah, for and the courtroom. we want to have uh, service flags for yes. the courtroom, so that when the veterans come into the court, they can see the flag of the service that mm -hmm. they served in. One of the cool things that I saw up at um, Catawba's uh, Veterans Treatment Court was they had a brand new veteran being inducted into the court and mm -hmm. starting that, and they had him say the Veterans Creed, right? I didn't know there was a Veterans Creed, and it's really cool. It sounds a lot like the Army Creed. So uh, we, we have a Sailor's Creed. It, oh, my goodness. Well, I want to hear that someday. I would have to review it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's been a while. Uh, right. That was awesome. 2006. Okay. Last time I All right. Well, we are coming to the end of the show. Let me thank uh, everybody. You've been listening to uh, our friends from Veterans Treatment Courts, uh, Sarah Kirkman, uh, Carrie Nitsu, um, Dave Childers, uh, one of our mentors. Dita is here, his service dog, um, and Kyle Going. And uh, I'm going to leave you guys any last words uh, before we uh, exit the show. Last words, Carrie. Thank everybody for listening and support Veterans Treatment Court. Yeah. All right, Kyle, any last words? I have nothing. Got nothing. <laughs> okay. Well, my last words are thank you all for um, taking the risk of, uh, of, um, of hearing me out uh, a year and a half ago and uh, my impassioned plea of, uh, of hey, we've got to do something for veterans. I bet, you, I bet you a dollar there's veterans over in the jail right now. Um, guess what? We found out there were, wasn't there? And, um, um, we've identified a, a couple of veterans that might qualify for this thing. I'm almost up to 70. Right now. Almost up to 70? 70, 70 veterans within Idaho County that might qualify for this. Yeah. 
So more to follow on this. Our first court date is going to be September the 14th. Um, we're excited. Judge Carol Hicks is going to be presiding over that. Uh, we're going to see what happens. We've got veteran mentors. We've got a DA. We've got a defense attorney. We've got a clerk of court. Uh, we've got probation officers. We've got law enforcement on our side. And so, uh, um, man, this is going to be a really good thing. So let's do this. Let's set a date. We'll check back in one year from right now. We're going to have another radio program, and we're going to celebrate the accomplishments. Does that sound good to y'all? Sounds, Sounds good. Great. Sounds good. All right. Thank you. You've been listening to Putting the Pieces Back Together. John will be back next week. Find out more about us at phhusa.org.